Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to One P Talk, One Purpose Blog Talk Radio Show. I am the editor and owner of One Purpose Magazine, and I am here with another week of our community chat, where we bring you self-love talk, culture topics, and main topics that are centered around health, wellness, and mental health. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. I hope you are here to enjoy the show. Hey, 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 it's your girl Nia here at 3 Sunday, December 5th at 3 o'clock as promised. I'm here with another conversation for One Purpose Talk, One Purpose Magazine's podcast. I am here to talk about some self-love stuff because that's where we at, that's where we are on. Why? Because I have a book out that discusses the self-love journey, and it is titled As Thyself by Nia. You can find that at our publishing company's online store, jpeology.com. I know it's a mouthful, but it's there. It's coming together, and I'm proud of that. Um, it, soon it'll be a time when you hear when you hear one, you will think of them all. That's just how I feel. So you can purchase the book there. And I also have a gift box for Christmas if you're interested in purchasing. It comes with a journal, the memoir journal, a calendar, and two candles, one standard size candle and then a travel candle that is, it puts you in your Zen space. <laughs> so that's that. And today we have a particular topic that talks about relationships. I know I talk about relationships a lot. This is supposed to be about self-love, right? Um, Our topic is supposed to be geared towards talking about self-love, but I often bring in relationships that into the fold because that relationships, all variations of relationships impact sometimes how we see ourselves. And so I just wanted to redefine relationships. I wanted to visit that topic just a little bit for myself as well, you know, because I have had my experiences with relationships that have not been great, um, some that have been good into the end. <laughs> I don't have any that ended horribly, um, That, but, you know, the outcome of it that comes with disappointment and all those things have an impact on people. And I talk about that in my book. If you visit JPEology or As Thyself by Nia, which is the book As Thyself by Nia, uh, you can visit either one of those and, and get to the location where you can purchase the book for $8.95. So it's not even that expensive. But in redefining relationships, I put in the description, I think we are caught in the chaos of societal sin, the pressure of guilt, resentment, shame, and the overall need of feeling wanted has caused us to put way too much pressure on people. Do you all feel that? When I get into, uh, when I'm dating someone, I feel like, for me, I feel like they always want to, and this is just my experience, you know, everybody is different, but for me, I feel like that, especially men, brothers, 
I love you all. I have a, a lot of love for you. And I, you know what? I wish I would have invited a brother on the show to give the conversation balance. And I, I try to be fair because I don't want to make it seem like I'm beating up black men. Society, the world that we live in does that enough. And so I don't want to do it. But in speaking on from a relational standpoint on how we deal with one another, I feel as though for me, when I get into relationships, I get a lot of pressure from females that broke their hearts, their mothers who disappointed them. But, you know, they won't say that. <laughs> of course, black men won't uh, come down hard on their mom, it, which, which is understandable. I get our culture. But I feel the pressure to, to, to help mend those broken pieces. And it's a lot of pressure, you know. And so I just want to start talking about when we come to a place, when we meet new people, when we think about the idea of relationships, we may need to slow down the pace just a little bit. Like we all seem as though I, what I'm witnessing, even with all the relationship shows, I watch Kendra on um, IG and on Facebook. I watch Oh Boy sometimes. I stopped watching him, Kevin Samuels. I, I, I've watched. And then there's a group of guys on YouTube too who talk to women about relationships. And we just hear um, a lot of people seeking to find that person. But I think that we should take some of the pressure off of the, of the idea of relationships and marriage and kind of just focus on healing for a little while, you know, friendship and, you know, rekindling, liking each other. Like, damn, you get into people looking for love. They don't think about like, like, do you even like the person? And a lot of times I feel like when I see um when I see people on social media, they, you know, it just seems like they're faking the funk to me. Like they're trying to portray something that they don't know nothing about. And it, it, it's, it's disheartening. It's disappointing. It is um, frustrating. It is overwhelming. And it is to see so many people broken by experiences by the age of 35 is, is tremendous a huge problem that we have to re deal with. We have to talk about it and deal with it. We talk about all these topical issues all the time. We talk about businesses and growing our brands and doing all these things, and we are not focusing on the heart, the foundation of the person, the foundations of the people who navigate through all of these other things and and, and the the one thing that all of us want to do is find companionship and partnership, you know, but we're, we want it, but we're not dealing with the things that we need to deal with to get it. You know, I, I'm big on what's wrong with being friends for a little while. What's wrong? Like, I don't, we don't, you, people like love at first sight. That's cool. <laughs> but, you know, just can you like over a period of time? Like, you know. Add that factor in. So um, I just I want to I want to define the word relationship. You know because it's it's two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected, or the state of being connected. And when you think about being connected, 
you think about family or marriage, right? So when you talk about the idea of an intimate relationship, you put it in context of progressing to this place of marriage where the ultimate idea is to be married and to have a union that is long-lasting and forever, right? But I think that we have gotten to a place where everything, every interaction, every person that we've slept with, you know, or whatever, we put in that context of relationship. And we compile all these people into this idea of relationship when a lot of times those people were just for us to meet in passing, you know, to just have like some type of friendship with or experience in that moment in passing. And we put the burden of of our hopes, our dreams, and our desires on that person. And that's just too much for to bear. And then when you're disappointed, you're mad at them. It's just like, you did you have an agreement that you are, well, you know, usually when people decide on marriage or con- to connect with a person, there's an agreement. And so I, I was listening to someone talk about a relationship at 19 years old. And I was just like, are you sure that was a relationship? That may have not been a relationship so young. Maybe that was just an experience. You know, and they were, they're like in their 60s, and they are still holding a grudge against this person who disappointed them at 19 years old. And I'm like, you you, you may be putting too much pressure on that on that person. You may have put too much pressure on that person to fill a void that you had not had filled. You know, that wasn't their job. It wasn't probably probably was not their job to do that for you in your life. That's why you have to go through the self-love journey to, to make sure that you are equipped for what it is you are seeking from a person, from what it is you want from a person, to know what you want from a person, like to know what you need as a person. And if that person can even give it to you, um, I have been very clear in some instances the needs of the person that I was in a relationship with, a real relationship with. I I have been very clear on what they needed, but and willing to give it, and willing to give it. But they didn't know what they needed. They didn't know the healing that they needed. They didn't know the void they were trying to fill because they did not do their work. So they couldn't even fulfill what it, their own desires. They couldn't fulfill their own desires because they didn't even know what type of baggage, what type of drama, what type of voids they brought into the relationship. And that's so disappointing. That's very disappointing. And so I also say that um, visiting, I wanted to visit and define societal sin. So that we can start factoring that into our understanding of why we have some of the issues that we have. I think my daughter's, I don't know what she's doing. But um, the social sin applies to every action against justice and interpersonal relationships. 
committed either by the individual against the community or by the community against the individual. Let me see if I can find another um, definition. Uh, A lot of times the church talks about societal or social sins. And uh, they give some examples that, you know, it's uh, just moral corruptness, drug abuse, um, just the division, like the capital society, capitalist society that we live in, excessive wealth, all of these things uh, that a society without love, unjust wealth, um, science without humanity, Uh, exploitation of ignorance, like a lot of that stuff is what we have. Like if you think about a lot of the things that we focus on today and that's being fair to us, um, it kind of corrupts just the simplicity of being human beings and the simplicity of just wanting to relate and connect with people and have that, um, you know, just like a fulfilling connection, not just an in passing and I think that we we want that connection so badly that we corrupt the the relationships that we are just supposed to have in passing, you know, and if that makes sense. So I can go back and try to make sense of that. What I'm saying is that let's say that I come across someone who is struggling with something, right, struggling with a particular issue. And, we, you know, we are we are all believers who live in this society, right? Well, not all of us, but I'm saying the person that I'm, the, the people that I'm in contact with. So I come across this person who is a believer as well and is influenced by this society, you know, presented with the temptations of this world, just like all of us. And they have a need to get to wherever it is that they're going in their life. And I'm the person who carries the word that can give them what they need to move to that next level. So instead of connecting or having a conversation and just being in passing and talking about where we are in life and what it is that we're seeking and the path that we are choosing to to go to to fill our purpose to fulfill our purpose in life, and you know establishing some type of friendship, if you will, first, the first thing that we do is jump on, could this be a potential mate? This person is good looking, they're fine, they love God, this, this, and that. And from a woman's perspective, I'm looking at a potential husband. From the from the man's perspective, he's looking at a potential wife right away without getting to know the person, without having any types of understanding of who they are, what they want. All we All we want to do is dominate this idea of someone wanting us or being wanted by somebody. And I think that inside the church, outside the church, in the world, of the world, people that are people, people, people's people, (laughs) all of the above, for some reason, have that longing. And, And so we just don't know how to connect on a more simple level to get to the place that we have true fulfilling relationships where we get the opportunity to connect. Because I feel like when you have a real good connection with a person, even if it doesn't work and you all choose to go down separate paths, 
there's no um when it's healthy when it's healthy when it's a healthy when both people come with a healthy perspective you don't have those issues with abandonment and rejection and all of that then i think that you can separate and choose to go your choose to go different paths in, in life and still have a certain level of respect compassion and understanding for that person without it being hate or or feeling like they wronged you or feeling like they took something from you or wasted your time. You know, when I start hearing people talk like that about their exes, it to me shows that you are un, you're, you're not healed in some areas of your life because people should have the freedom to walk away from whatever it is they, desire, they don't desire to be in, especially if there was no agreement, contractual agreement, marriage, things like that, even with kids. You know, I mean, I understand things occur, things happen, life happens, we're human. You know, we, we are human beings flawed. So you, you, people do what they do in life. People do what people do. So um, I think that if we just get to the place of redefining what, how we see relationships and understand that when you're in a relationship with somebody, it's a deeper connection. You don't have to be in a relationship with everybody. You don't have to be that. You know, I was getting to know. I was friends with. You know, I was dating. What happened to those positions? What happened to those things that, you know, we we have as well? <laughs> Options of getting to know people, going out on dates, hanging out, being friends. Everybody wants to portray that that image that I was chosen. Somebody actually wants me. And I think that it's digging a deeper hole than uh, we desire to be in. You know, it's, it's causing a lot of confusion. It's causing a lot of frustration. Um, it's, it's given, it's given people who don't have the proper tools, the power to Speak and have authority over conversations they should not have authority over. You tell me where someone who is divorced twice, only in the world that is we we have this level of confusion, chaos, and corruption. Does a person who has who's been divorced twice disrespects women have the authority? to speak on how a relationship should be and actually hold weight to people. I think that it's bizarre. Not that they don't have a story, not that their story isn't valid, but to have authority over people's hopes for having something um, is a sign that our, in, in society, our position when it comes to relationships is in danger. <laughs> and I just, I, I don't understand. I, I, I'm mumbling now because I just don't get it. You know, I, I don't get it. But I do think that once we get to a place where we can redefine it and understand that it matters who we relate with, it matters how we relate with people. Uh, and, and it matters that we heal ourselves so we don't put that pressure on people to feel like they have to 
um, give us something that, you know, we haven't given ourselves. And, and that's tremendously important in, in, in so many aspects of, of things. So um, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to play this a clip from my uh, mini doc for you all to just bring you into the awareness of my book and my mini, doc, mini documentary. And I talk a little bit about a relationship experience here. Um, and it's about five minutes and 30 seconds. So I'm going to play that for you all so that you can get an idea of what that um that documentary is about first and foremost and then i'm gonna come back and we'll have a short conversation about it but it's five minutes and 30 seconds so hang in there with me i'm going to go ahead and play it now you know no no harm no foul bye you know (laughs) but when you are invested emotionally and 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 someone does and says something that changes the trajectory of that being possible for you. I think that that, that can turn into hate, you know. That's why you see divorced people go through such ugly divorces because there was an investment there. There was an emotional investment, you know, that they had there. And, yeah, if, it, if they can just walk away and there'd be nothing, like go on with your life, probably not, you know, <laughs> Probably wasn't too deep, but um, I say that that relationship was my Job moment because I think that the test was me straying away from God. You know, I was I, sh- I always say that I should not have been in a relationship that didn't end in marriage at that point in my life because I knew that the end result to being involved with somebody. And I knew, you know, I knew all the important stuff. I had all the information. I had all the knowledge uh, when it comes to the foundation of the relationship. I know I knew important qualities and, and, and what makes a husband and what will make me a wife. I, took, I had taken classes. I had been through some premarital classes before because I was engaged prior to. So, you know, I, sh- I should have known, you know. <laughs> but I think that it was, it was a good, solid test for me. And the thing about that relationship, it really, really, really put me closer to God because I talked to God prior to getting into the relationship. I prayed for that man every day and understanding I prayed Daily. And I think the reason that I didn't get lost in the chaos of that relationship is because of my standing with God. And I think I graduated. <laughs> I really do. I think that even though a lot of mess happened, I think I walked away from that relationship hurt. I was hurt. But I think God was proud of me. I believe. Because you know, uh, my commitment to him was true. I didn't throw God away for a man or a relationship or hopes that something would happen. My commitment to him 
was was true. My commitment to God was solid, you know, and I proved it, and I felt like I proved it. And, uh, you know, I the bad behavior in it, like sex before marriage and all of that, that it, it all took place, it all happens, and all got soul ties that keep us connected to people when thinking that we have to fight for something that's truly not good for us. But uh, even with all of that, God really held my hand through the through that time. And, you know, I think I almost drove my brother to his, <laughs> to his deathbed with that relationship. I think I drove my brother crazy. Poor baby. I love my brother. But I really think that I drove him insane with that one. Sorry, child. <laughs> That's my boy. I love that boy. But uh, I think that God knew with that, like, I, I was serious about him. Uh, regardless of what, I was choosing God. I was choosing my destiny. I was choosing being a servant to the kingdom. Uh, even with all of my mess in it. And, you know, even in it, my hopes was that the person I was with would come with me. I was hoping, like, man, God, just change him. You know, turn him around. Give him what he needs. You know, let him see that this way is the best way. God, <laughs> but it just didn't work that way. It is what it is. And it's, it, it's still unresolved, you know, um, but it is what it is. Life has to go but, uh, yeah, that was, that was, wow. That helped me create just a, a, a solid book, though. <laughs> because it really showed me who I am. Like, I, I have, uh, you know, I have a little bit of a story that goes with that. And, and I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna tell it. Here it is. So that was from my documentary that is on my website, OnePurposeMagazine.com. It's on the first page. So if you go there, you can find the entire documentary. It is about 40 minutes long, 45 minutes, somewhere around there, and watch the whole thing. But that particular part is me kind of sifting and sifting through uh, my experience of my last relationship and learning and taking away from that how I did feel in that that particular relationship a lot of pressure to fix a person and um, you know that's when I realized that that path is not the most successful path that will lead to longevity because you have to compromise so much when you have the the when you're charged to have to help people fix themselves you compromise so much you give so much of yourself you put so much of a burden on you and you kind of 
put you on the back burner, you know, and all the dreams that you come into the relationship with, all the hopes and desires that you come to a relationship with, looking forward to having a partner to help you in those things, growing, building, legacy, all those things. You look forward to having a partner to work on those things with you, and then you are put in a position to have a relationship where you have to fix all of this baggage before you get to that place. And then once you fix all that baggage, that person has to reconcile with themselves if you're somebody they even want to be with. Because you may not be. Once they get to the root of what it is, of who they are, what their issues are, and they fix that, they may not even want to be with you. <laughs> you know, so that's why you got to fix that before you go in. That's why you don't, you can't put so much pressure on people to fix you. You know, that's why you have to, you can't be in a relationship with everybody. Some some situations are just to be in passing, and that's okay. We experience each other. We love on each other a little bit, you know, with with friendship, with care, with compassion, and we send people on their way. You know, it don't have to, I don't need you for five years of my life if you ain't supposed to be in my life for five years of my life. <laughs> so we got to redefine relationships. You know, look at relationships as a true deep connection and not just somebody that's that's in passing. That give give people time to be who they are without um putting the onus on them to fill voids that, you know, you're looking to have filled and, and and that's just a different perspective. You know, there's a lot of perspectives where we blame other people but we, we gotta we have to kinda own too, you know, what we accept. When, when when we come into contact with people. So with that being said, I'm down to almost no seconds. I will talk to you all on One Purpose Talk radio show next week. Ahala. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>